Good afternoon, or at least I think it's good afternoon. Let me double check. Definitely afternoon. Uh, it's Will or William McGoy. My last name doesn't really matter. They act like that's important information, but it's not. And I'm here to talk about, I guess, not really controversial, but just a well-known, actually two well-known subjects that can be controversial based on the context of it. And that is, um, that is religion and politics. Yeah, why the hell am I talking about politics when I should be talking about religion? Is it because they're both intertwined? There are some people who say that America is a nation founded on Christianity. But I researched this just a little bit, not heavily, but there are parts of the Constitution that state that it should be secular. Even though it is heavily Christian, it could still be influenced through Christianity, just secularly, and talked about each religion and each, you know, I'm getting too t heavy on one thing, but basically politics and, you know, is basically what devises what laws and rules we make and follow. And then the, you know, of course the, you know, government not only makes the laws, but also figures out a way to enforce them. And... In this world and day and age where, for me, I mostly focus on U.S. and American politics because I live in America, obviously. And now we're in a time of complete dismay and destruction and hell, in other words. Um, when you, well that's a little stupid to talk about right now, but when you look at things like politics, it's generally broken down into different categories or different it's a spectrum almost some people would call it it's really more of a coordinate x and y plane where you know the right side would be republican and the left side would be uh liberal in that sense and then everything in between and one would be to one like communism would be the extreme of liberalism and i guess some people say nazism or fascism is the extremity of um, conservatism, which I, I don't really understand. Uh, I consider myself a libertarian slash conservative slash liberal. Like, I take chunks out of each of those belief systems that I believe are core values that are needed for any government, any hell business or anything. Like, I believe that we should have a lot of freedom, but not so much freedom that we don't know what to do with it. You know, freedom is like something that God would give us to be able to enact our own actions on this earth, basically making it more interesting than God just enacting his own freedom on his, this world and this universe alone. So he gave us freedom, I guess, to make it more interesting or something. I can't think for God. I am not God. I, I'm just Will. A lot of people actually who have mental illness, I know I'm going off the topic, but it's really interesting. People who have mental illness immediately think they're a God or the God. It's like God isn't his own person. Apparently you take his own place or whatever. It's weird. I, I've experienced a lot of different mental illnesses like that. And it's just, it's just really scary. But back to the subject of politics and religion. Religion hugely today influences um, politics. Because a lot of conservatives are Christians. Some aren't, but it's very rare. Um, a lot of Christians... I mean, in general, Christianity has a huge impact on the earth, but there are some parts that have no level of Christianity, and 
there's nothing wrong with that. That's just them choosing their using their freedom to believe in a certain different thing. I have nothing against other religions or beliefs, as long as they try not to harm people. But um, in general, world politics involves you know foreign problems like you know nuclear deals and shit. And it gets really bad when you talk about subjects with North Korea because they're just insane. But now North Korea isn't really the problem, or it could be the problem, due to the chain of events that will happen from the, the events that... I forget his name, Salami or Salam, was assassinated through an airstrike, via airstrike. And that just... It should have been done, but at the same time, it should have been done differently. It shouldn't have been so obvious and so, you know... I think it's a good thing we killed them, but at the same time, it's a huge problem. Because now they're everybody's making memes about World War Three, and I honestly think World War Three is even too extreme for those circumstances, because I think it may happen. World War Three is, like, I think, like, 50% possible. <laughs> because there's also a 50% chance that nobody wants to risk World War Three because World War Three would be god-awful. It would be horrible. V very cultures and places would be destroyed by World War Three, and le world leaders know that. Israel, I mean not Israel, uh, Iran is probably just thinking of war between them and America. They probably don't want other countries to get in with them unless they do, and then I'm completely wrong, and that's fine. But it's like, it's like they, they just want the war between them and America. That's what it feels like. Like they want their war to be their war. They don't want it to be a world war because that would just, you know, bring in other world powers from all across the country. I mean, all across the world, you know. And our future and our progress that we have made on this earth as humans is about to be totally screwed. Trying to use uh, less vulgar language because that makes it, you know, you sound more mature, really. It doesn't. But, um,. There are a lot of complications that are going on in this world right now as I'm speaking. I have heard nothing but the general that he was assassinated and everybody's revolting in Iran and Iraq and all over the Middle East and across the world. There's possible terrorism that could happen across the globe, you know, and it's just, it's really scary. But, but it all goes back to religion and politics. Both religion and politics play a huge part in our world alone because... Religion and politics play a huge part in the Middle East, as well as America, as well as China, as well as Russia. And it's just always been this war between mainly, I'm not saying all, but mainly Christianity and Islam. I don't know why it's got to be this way, but it's also, well, Jews are, are kind of with the Christians at this moment in time. Unless you're anti-Semite-Christian, -Semi then that's a whole different story. But, like, it's always been a war between Islam and Christianity, because, like, everybody's been fighting over the Holy Lands for a long time back then, but now it's like, it's just, the Middle East wants its own freedom, it doesn't want anything to do with other countries, except for Russia, because now Iran is, and Iraq and all these other Middle Eastern countries are kind of working with Russia, but they kind of want to be their own, kind of their own, they want to go back to where they were powerful during the, I forgot which era or which time period it was, but it was like when, before World War One in general, where the Middle Eastern countries were really powerful, like before the, um, I mean they were powerful, but they were like, China was even more powerful, and
<laughs> a funny thing, that, a funny fact about me is I just agree with everybody without saying my true politics because I don't want to risk being yelled at or I, I'm just not keen on arguing. I just like talking about things. I really don't argue because when people argue, they interrupt each other. They constantly belitter each other. They attack the person, not the argument. And it's just, to me, doesn't feel fine. I, I just, I'm not used to it. But, you know, if I do find someone who's against me, I will try to debate with them formally and maturely and all that good stuff and calmly, not crazily. You know, politics is now just nothing but bickering and yelling at the other opponent. It's just kind of stupid. But, um, back to the politics stuff and religion. You know, a lot of, I hate to break it to you, but Christianity has kind of lost its true way. I think it was at its highest moment during the second, uh, the second great awakening where they tried to re, they tried to fix uh mental health hospitals back in the eighteen hundreds. They weren't like called hospitals; they were like institutions, and um, they fixed the prisons because they were god awful. Just imagine being in a uh, prison or a jail during the eighteen hundreds. It would not be fun. You'd be like. It would be dark, it would be all stone walls and stuff. It would not be pleasant. But they try to re what's the word? Re refine or reinstitute these organizations. And they also try to just bring peace. It was like the eighteen hundred it was the eight, middle eighteen hundreds, which I just remember learning in, in American history and it was like, Wow, Christians aren't assholes. They don't try to kill innocent people and try to force their religion on others. That's what I do like about Christianity because it talks about freedom and things like that. And people, it's just funny how these conservatives, I'm not totally disagreeing because there's some things I do believe in the conservative world. But the idea that they say that it's all about freedom and then they say that Christian, but it has to be Christian freedom. It's, I just don't think that's, it's a little illogical to say we want freedom, but it has to be heavily Christian, you know, you know, and. And I don't disagree anything with my faith at all. Like, I have no, you know, disbelief in my faith. It's just the people is where the problem is. I'm part of the problem. These conservatives and sometimes liberals are part of the problem. They try to enforce their religion. They try to, not all, but just they try to, or a good amount or a good majority try to enforce their beliefs on other people. And it's just really stupid and that's why i'm making this podcast because some people just don't get it they don't see freedom for what it truly is where freedom of religion freedom of you know practice the freedom to own a gun i believe in that stuff of course but there's just some things that have to be controlled because we don't know because we're humans we're flawed and controlling things can therefore bring better quality of things such as guns or such as things. You want to enjoy the ability to use guns, but there's all these school shootings and crap, and nobody's thinking of a way to solve it. And one movie that I praise for talking about the subject is, well, The Joker, the recent one that came out in 2019, last decade. And it basically talks about mental illness, not gun violence, which it involves, but it talks about mental illness more than anything and how the healthcare system just completely screws mental health. And it's sort of like just a running joke that the healthcare system is, you know, we try, we try to teach each other as humans, we try to teach each other and pass this knowledge, knowledge down to our youth about being healthy and, you know, it's all mental. So they do talk about a little bit about mental health, but it's not as much as they should. To be fair, I think that mental health is more important than any other type of health. 
But at the same time, it involves other types of health. Like, if you don't eat well and exercise, you're going to feel horrible all the time. But mental health by itself is such a priority in my mind because I suffer from mental illness. I suffer from schizoaffective bipolar. And it's not fun. It is horrifying to be in a world where you think you're God or you're Satan or you're this or you're that. You're basically, you switch these personas of yourself that are different versions of you, but you feel like you could be a robot. If, and I have experienced that. It's really weird. You actually think you're a robot and you actually believe that you can do all robotic life things. You think you're God and you think you can destroy the world and stuff. But that's mental illness, and it's not talked enough in politics. I just don't see it being talked about at all in the news organizations. But yeah, everybody's bitching about, you know, all these school shootings. I'm not trying to belittle them for trying to talk about it, but they don't talk about the real subject behind it that's being not talking about, and that's mental health. And that when that involves to topics, like when you deal with Donald Trump, everybody's calling him a Nazi, and everybody's calling him this... And that I don't support Trump, but I also don't want to belittle him or call him names because that makes you just as bad as him. But I do just see a huge problem with today's... I'm not going to say we live in a society because that's a bunch of BS, but like our society is flawed and then there are some things that it's just really good at. Like our ability to call out bullshit, our ability to just see where there's evil and good. That is something we are good at. Even when everybody seems like they're evil... There's eventually this people who can call it out, you know, like, you know, when a society is run by itself and it constantly tries to manipulate and do things like that. And we really, we don't even know what a society is. It's like a cultural thing. It's like a, you got to consider everybody's opinions and faiths and beliefs. And it's just a really complex word. Society is not as easy as it seems. And, um, but when you involve it with religion and politics and mental illness, I mean, like, a lot of mental Ill people feel like they're alone, and these politicians don't do shit about it. Democrat, Republican, Independent, well, some of them do, but they're really rare, and it just bothers me. Everybody, I try to talking about it on Discord, and some people say, it's not a, uh, it's not a, uh, it's not a topic that is not talked about enough. It's more like a, ever since the Joker movie came out, people are talking about it more, so therefore you're wrong, but still, I don't see anybody talking about it. All these politicians and um, people are making fun of the joke, or not making fun of, but criticizing it for being uh, nihilist porn because simply it uh, attracts to this evil idea that there's nothing but evil in this world. No, it's saying that people are being dicks to other people. People are being assholes and not treating each other with love and respect. You know, a lot of people say, oh, you don't have to love everybody, but I try to fight against that. I think you should love everybody, even if they're crazy or they're evil. You should even love people if they're evil because they need help in their own way and all that stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't justify their actions. They should be judged before God and or the government by, um, well, they shouldn't be judged, but they should be tried by their actions. They should be, it sh there should be justice is what I'm trying to say against evil people. Yeah, evil people, I don't even believe, need to be killed. They need to be not retaught or forced to do anything they don't want to do. They just need to see things in a different... Like, they need to... It's a complex way. You don't know what to do with evil people. Like, what the hell if they captured Hitler and they just would not know what the fuck to do with him and they would probably just kill him. But, um... If you look at the history of Hitler, and I'm not saying Hitler is a good person, but he was simply a person like the Joker who was pushed to his boundaries and his limits... And he became so powerful 
Yet he wasn't, I don't know if he was actually poor or rich, doesn't matter. He came from some pretty rough backgrounds, I imagine, but like, because of World War One causing such political and economic distress, and basically, he became an power, which I kind of respect him for that. Just being able to be such a power whore, and just gaining that power and talking people, he was really influential. And my brother, I wouldn't call a Nazi, because that's just weird. But he kind of support. He kind of likes the Nazis in a way where they were so economically and politically powerful, and you do have to respect them for that. Politically, they they weren't at first. They you know were obviously anti Semites, which was completely wrong, and killing the Jews was one hundred percent wrong. But the they the one reason they did not like the Jews is because they capitalized on their failure of World War One. They there is this connection between Jewish people, but not all Jewish people, and banking. There is this like stereotype that all the Jews are bankers, but it's not all, it's just a good majority, just look at Golden Sachs, and my brother was telling me these three, I don't know if they're brothers, but they were three people, three Jewish people who practice in Jewish faith that are uh, bankers, and they really are powerful, like stupid powerful. Banking, I don't like banking in general, putting your money in a place where you trust them with, you trust your money with their life, with them. And you don't even know who they are. You never met these bankers. And then the loans. Good lord. I mean, like, there's a lot of biblical things that talk about loans. Like how... It's not just, like, talking about, like, somebody owes you something and then you don't have to worry about it because all debts are forgiven. No, he meant debts as in, like, the literal sense of loaning. Loaning's been a thing for a long time. And it's like... It's just like... I think Jesus was not just trying to say to forgive and to you know, forgive all, uh, social debts, but I mean, like, actual debts that people owe, because I remember he tried to give an example about it, and how he should just let it go, that's basically Jesus saying that loans aren't exactly very morale, because the interest and all that crap gets on top of it, even if you really do owe someone something, you should just let it go, you know, because it eats you up inside that, especially banks today, they just, I'm talking more about economics and then religion and politics, but economics also plays a whole role. I might as well just add economics to the bunch because economics affects everybody's ability to succeed. Economics is about the in and out of products and energy and resources, and but it's economics can also be like it can be economically political or eco political or whatever you call it, where uh. Um, politics can involve economics. Like conservatives are all about big business, and liberals are all about big government and crap. That's the general idea. But both government and business, or business in general, is full of crap. They're both they both can be evil in their own unique way. Because communism can be used, can seen as evil, and you know monopolies can be seen as evil. And I I don't know much about the Nazi like history with businesses like were they monopolies probably i don't know i need to study more about this stuff i need to read more in general gosh i need to get back onto reading so i can actually sound more intelligent and actually try to learn more about the world i live in hell existence itself philosophically is scary <laughs> but back to let's just focus on religion because that's my main subject and um, I just don't like how conservatives call themselves Christians who are all, conservatives that consider themselves Christians and they always talk about money and politics. They I mean like 
I remember somewhere in the Old Testament talks about wealth and how it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because money is the root of all evil and all that crap. Like, it's not a bad thing to be wealthy, but it's also not a good thing because people end up being greedy and, you know, just... I'm being so neutral that people might criticize me of not taking a stand, but here's my stand. I believe that we Christians should help the poor, of course, should help everybody, not just the poor alone, but just help people who are suffering and people who even are enemies. We should pray for our enemies. We should not hate anybody. And I know that seems a little extreme to some point. I don't think we should hate, but should we should criticize and help and try to argue in a healthy way. But i just never seen healthy arguing. That's my stand. I believe that we should have a lot of freedom, but we should also control certain things that are sensitive and less um, simple and vague. Like my ability to start a business, anybody would support that. There are liberals who support big, not big business, but small business. Small business is kind of like a, you know, a topic that is loved by all because a small business slowly growing and starting out something new is always something to be like, I don't know, just, it's it's kind of like you want to start your own, like, I feel like everybody wants to start their own business, make their own product. And, you know, all that good stuff. But when we relate to politics and religion, or mainly just religion, is that religion has a huge, especially Christianity, has a huge influence on our society and our politics and our economics because, you know, a lot of people criticize churches for uh, not being taxed. I don't think they should be taxed, but I think other religions and institutes of religion should be shouldn't be taxed either, so that it's fair. Like I even think that, you know, mosque in America shouldn't be taxed because if you're gonna do any religion, you know, do all of them. And like um, that 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 would I consider fair. I just I don't want to be this biased Christian that's always saying like, you know, do this, do that. You know, you have to be a Christian. You have to do this. I don't want to start a Spanish Inquisition where, like, or not me, but someone more important would start a Spanish Inquisition in Ameri- or an American Inquisition. That would just be... I see that as evil. I see that forcing people into the Christian world is evil. Like how slavery made black people hugely Christian, which, I mean, it's a horrible thing that they were ripped of their culture and their beliefs and their faiths. But at the same time, it's influenced black culture so much. Like, um, even though black people make a huge minority or a small minority in um, America, yet they have such a prominent um, existence in Christianity. Like, I mean, like, I know this sounds a little stereotypical, but like, you just like think of those black churches where like they're, you know, standing up and singing and clapping their hands. That sounds a little, you know, wrong in a way to think that. But I've been to a black church where my whole white family went to there. It was pretty funny, but it was interesting to see their culture, like, from a dis- from up close. And, like, they preach pretty well. They, they, I mean, their sermons are pretty good. And I think they're Lutheran or, like, some some specific denomination related to the protestant part of the christian denomination world but like um religion in general has always been a big deal with me just because i was born in christian i could have completely refused religion into my life like just because i was born into it doesn't make it any other real than a um foreign person accepting 
Jesus says they're saved. It makes it no different. You know, like, just because I was born into Christianity, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything. Just because a society bended my will to be a Christian doesn't make it genuine. Like, it's not just me being manipulated by society. It's me actually choosing. Because you can be influenced by Christianity so much and completely refuse it. I mean, like, how are atheists made in America in a society where it's dominantly Christian? Almost all Christian, I should say. And um, that's how atheists were. That's how secular scientists work. They found, they, you know, take bits and pieces of the Bible and they say, this is wrong, this is not right, this is illogical, this is, you know, false. And that's what scientists did. And that's fine, all they can do whatever the hell they want. But I just, you know, that's the problem with them is they nitpick pieces of the Bible, not look at it as a whole and just analyze the hell out of it instead of seeing it through the subjective eyes of a Christian and, you know, just not being very critical with it, just being more angry. That's what I see a lot of the problem with atheists and their faith. Their faith, their anti-faith, I should say. Their faith, their faith of not having faith. <laughs> That's the flaw with them, I see. But they, they have the freedom to be atheists. They have the freedom to be agnostic, to be confused about what you're believing. That's fine. I just don't have, pe I have a problem when people attack my faith. That's... Where I get a little defensive, but at the same time, I don't know how to fucking argue. Like, to be honest, I'm not a great arguer. I may eventually come into being a great arguer if I practice, but it's not a pleasant world to live in. And when you have to constantly argue, I want to work with people. I don't want to argue. That may involve arguing. I hope not, but I want to start a business. I mean, I want to be an entrepreneur for hell's sake. And just like be successful, and, but I also, you know, I don't want to have a lot of power, I just want to have a lot of success, you know, power and money and the whole enchilada is great and all, but like, really I just want to start my own thing, I have a huge passion for nuclear science and nuclear physics and nuclear chemistry, which is ironic to think because I was born in Mississippi and I'm a Christian Bible Belt, you know, you know, Bible humping piece of crap, but at the same time, I heavily believe in science because science is nothing but fact and that's it. But, you know, I even try to criticize science because it deserves to be just as equally as criticized as Christianity because, um, the whole idea of science, all of the evidence, all the facts, all the things are based on our only our five senses. What if there's another sense? Why do we have these five senses? Why were they given to us? Why are they evolutionary? Why? Why, why, why? Like, how do you go from a bacteria all the way to a human that has five senses? And some people argue there's a sixth one. I just find that crazy. But not, like, illogical. I mean, I kind of believe in evolution, which is weird. I kind of believe that there's a mixture of God and evolution because, you know, there's a lot of correlations between the Big Bang Theory and, uh, you know, the, the beginning of Genesis. Like... The fact that there was nothing but light in the beginning. And that's how the Big Bang Theory also starts out. <laughs> there was nothing but light. In the beginning there was light. And I just find that a fact that is indisputable. And the fact that the Big Bang Theory was made by a Catholic. You know, not the TV show that everybody hates. All the, all the internet people hate. But I mean like the actual theory itself is kind of very correlated with the Bible. <laughs> because the Catholic person wanted to not separate... 
the idea of existence and the beginning of the universe and all that stuff, because we knew the word universe before Christian, I mean, not before Christian, probably before, but before science. I mean, science, you know, is powerful. The idea that anybody, not just scientists, but any, just regular dumbass folk like me, you know, can actually use the scientific method to make a difference in their world, and at least in their society, at least in their local area. There's but crap tons of examples of just nothing but students doing amazing things with science, but also can same be said with um, religion. I'm not trying to like you know tit for tat science and religion. There's some things that really uh, science has done horribly, like lobotomy and eugenics and what else uh just the whole science of war and like the construction of weapons that are mass destruction the science can be just as equally as criticized as religion you know they are almost almost i almost sometimes think to myself that religion is almost science in its own way it's got its own laws and f things they call facts and yet facts can be subjective sometimes because depending on your philosophical philosophy beliefs, your philosophical beliefs, science is a, I guess, a derivative or a, it's it derives from philosophy. So does religion. For religion has its own philosophy, and I love philosophy and religion. And um, yet ironically, Jesus tells us to stay away from. No, it wasn't Jesus. It was some one of the, one of the um. 12 disciples. I don't know if it was Jesus or disciples. You can criticize me for that. That's fine. Not knowing. I should read the Bible more. I know I'm not a great Christian because I don't read the Bible enough. But I do pray a lot. That is something I will praise myself for. <laughs> is I do pray a lot to God. Because he means a lot to me. He's this... If he's nothing to scientists, but he's at least an idea. Then. An idea of holiness and goodness and love and... All these good things that make us, that's wholesome and cute, and not just cute, but also, there's also this part of God that's holy and like a warrior almost. You could think of God as a warrior that will save us from our own sin and our own enemies and, you know, things like that. I'm kind of too much of a, uh, I guess, well, I don't call myself a beta because I don't actually believe in that kind of, you know, Soci sociological ideas I think of myself as just an introvert that likes to talk to himself talk to God and all that kind of stuff but at the same time you know like I don't consider myself really good with social situations because I make a complete ass of myself if you were to meet me in you know real life you would see some huge flaws in me I'm very loud hyper and anxious or sometimes I can be. Sometimes I could be serious when I'm in social situations with like one person. But when I'm in a group of people, I make a complete ass of myself. And I need to work on that. But, uh, gosh, how do I, I'm still talking about religion, so it's still, I'm doing good. But going back to politics, um, there are definitely a lot of politicians who made asses of themselves. I mean, like, in the beginning of America's history, there are politicians who made asses of themselves. And you would question their intelligence and all this stuff. But there actually are a lot of intelligent politicians. Most of them are intelligent. Except for Donald Trump. He's a businessman, not a politician. And I just don't understand how that can work. <laughs> because I hate big business and politics to a certain extent. But also it needs to be studied at the same time. Business is sort of like its own political world. Because like 
the companies are constantly fighting for power and dominance in the economic world. It's like businesses like uh, Amazon, not only are they trying to make new products, but they're also trying to change the way we live at the same time. So, like, the products they make make influence our life and politics. Like, the fact that they mention of the TV, that greatly influenced politics because it makes you look at a politician in a different way when you see him on TV. You know, one of these days I want to meet a politician and just ask him, you know, I don't want to, you know, uh, scrutinize him. But I also I just want to like know how it's like to be a politician. I, I actually just want to be a businessman, not a politician, because I would make a horrible politician, because I'm so neutral almost. And neutralism just doesn't get anything done. That's what my brother says constantly, and it's just weird. But um, if you're listening to this on your iPhone or Android, just to let you know that in this world there is a lot of complexities. There's nothing as simple. Nothing is easy everything is difficult you had to suffer through everything and learn through that suffering hopefully and try to make something good and wholesome out of it you know either through religion or science or politics or business because there's sometimes where business does something wholesome and good you know like either politics religion politics religion business they each can do something good in today's world you know they can do something good economically, which would be a good moral thing, or a religion can do something good morally, or politics can be wholesome sometimes. You know, I don't know who I'm going to vote for this year, to be honest. It's, I gotta analyze each of them and scrutinize them as much as possible. Analyze them to the brim, because I am feeling... Because people act like voting doesn't matter. That's a bunch of BS. Voting does matter hugely. My mom taught me that, like... The amount, whoever gets the um, popular vote influences the Electoral College hugely. And just some people like keep saying, oh, the Electoral College is dominating politics and mean we have no influence over our politics. One vote could be a huge thing in today's world. I just don't see how people can't see that. And there's these, when I was learning uh, politics and ci civics and American history, there's these things, these people called escapists who are just want to smoke weed and drink alcohol and do cocaine and crap and want to avoid politics. And people treat politics by itself like it's evil. No, politics is not evil. It's not, there's nothing wrong with politics. It's just the context of today's society is what's with the politics is what's wrong. Po political stuff is just by itself the way things are today. It's, I mean, like, it's just the people in charge of politics that are the problem. Who are con the Big business and politics are the problem with today's society. They're the reason why there's so many horrible things happening in our problem. Some of it's our fault, like, the public's fault, or some of it's polit po politics' fault, some of it's, you know, all these different people's faults. But you just can't blame a group of people, or you, you really can't do that. You really, if you're going to criticize a group of people, you need to learn to criticize yourself as well. You can't just, you know, there's these people in my life that constantly criticize other people and me without even daring to criticize themselves. I just, I think that's kind of stupid. You need to learn to criticize yourself and critique yourself. But at the same time, you know, don't be so negative about yourself. I mean, there's a good majority of people I know that criticize themselves to the death. And it's like, okay, chill, dude. We get it. You're not a great person, but neither am I. And if you're dealing with depression and stuff, please see a freaking... 
you know, psych, uh, uh, a therapist or someone. So find someone you can talk to in today's world because that makes a huge difference. And if you see someone who's depressed and you're depressed, talk about it, you know, relate to it. Or just be a decent person. It's just, there's some people who try to fake depression. There's people who are genuinely depressed, but people see them as annoying and aggravating. People with autism, and they see them as aggravating and annoying, and that's just stupid. I just hope they find some way to find their little niche in this world, because this world is huge, and a niche can make a huge difference when developing. And, um, if I start my business, I want it to have good morals. I don't want it to have, I don't want it to have heavy, heavy, heavy commercials. I want it to influence, I want people to know about my products in a different way. By talking and speaking my myself, not making these stupid commercials that are not only cringy but lying. I want to talk to my I want to talk with my heart when I talk about my product or my invention, you know? I don't want to have people do it for me. That just makes me seem less of a man. And that's talking about I just decided to add economics to the topics because I just think that's a huge part as well. Right now I'm alone in a room talking to myself out loud, and partly because I'm mentally ill, I'm hallucinating, so, <laughs> but I'm used to hallucinations and hearing voices and crap, which makes it seem like they would demeanor my reputation, but really it doesn't. I know how to deal with my own mental illness to the point where it makes me almost as normal as you, if you are normal. What is normal? I think some of the weirdest political beliefs is... Definitely the independent side, but I don't even know what the hell they believe in. I think it's just like a moderate view of today's... And most people are moderates, thank goodness. No one's a communist, no one's a fascist, Nazi, you know, but there are actually Nazis in our society, and it's scary. You know, if you are listening to this, I encourage you to, like, just, you know, go on a walk and think about what I'm saying as if it were important, and as if, as if it did matter, <laughs> But, like, for real, like, just, like, walk and think about what I'm saying. And then try to, once you're done with that, think about own, your own stuff. Talk to yourself if nobody's near you so they don't think you're weird. Or talk to someone while listening to this. And just think about everything that influences you. Not the world. Not different groups of society. Just you. What, think, what do you think that influences you? Is it religion? Is it politics? Is it science? Is it economics? Is it business or whatever? Think about what hugely influences you. I'll tell you what influences me. I don't have a job, so economics really doesn't influence me. I don't have a source of income. I don't have any source of income, to be blunt, but I know that politics hugely affects everything I do. Because of these gun laws that are against people like me who are mentally ill, I think, I'm not sure, I gotta review this, but I remember being in a hospital and they're talking about my right gun rights and they said they were a little restricted, which I don't know if I should be angry about it or something, but it's kind of weird. I just, I think gun law restrictions are kind of stupid. I think there should be huge change and reform in mental health institutions like they did in the 1800s but not just christians alone but politicians atheists everybody should help fix that because even though i'm mentally ill which people would say is correlated with christianity i don't think it is i think you can be a sane individual but not an evangelical asshole who constantly judges everyone without judging himself i don't think christians do judge themselves a lot but not as frequently as they should 
yet I'm stating all the rules that you should follow or I should follow, and I'm not perfect. I have sinned in hor some not horrible, but ways that uh, would offend God, I guess. I am not perfect. I am a sinful bitch. I am just a sinful person. And if you're if you're like young and you're reading this, which I doubt, because most young people don't listen to podcasts, which other people might doubt because I don't know anything about podcasts. I decided to do them because I thought they were neat. And um, I think the best I can do to help my society is by doing these podcasts. Even though I probably won't make a big deal, I won't reach a fifty thousand listeners or any of that crap. I also want to start a YouTube channel, but I don't think that will go anywhere. Because, you know, the field is dominated by big players and there's a lot more YouTubers there were than 10 years ago. So it's kind of harder. The competition is really hard to get into. Same thing with podcasts. There's probably hundreds of thousands or even millions of podcasters. I really like the, um, the, uh, Adam, what's his name? Adam Conway podcast. They're really interesting. I just started listening to them. Totally should check it out. It's on YouTube, I think, or maybe some other form. I don't know. He's a great man. He's he he tries to get rid of these these beliefs that are not true. He doesn't attack Christianity or science or you know people. He just attacks um, what he thinks is truly wrong with today's society. Like he even tries to go on this speech about how people, the misconceptions of gaming and stuff, how it's addiction and how there's not enough women in it, and that, there's actually are a lot of women, I've seen a lot of women in gaming institutions, it's crazy, but like, you know, getting back to politics, there's, it goes back, politics goes back to philosophy and worldwide views, I remember in English one or two or three, I can't remember, where we talked about, um, different philosophical beliefs or worldwide views. There's like this, there, for me, I'm a stoic, but at the same time, I'm a Christian. I'm a slight, I'm, I'm a little bit of a conservative, a little bit of a libertarian, a little bit of a liberal. And I know it sounds annoying that I'm taking bits and pieces out of each political view and claiming, you know, th that sounds kind of stupid, but it's how I work. It's how I just don't fully go into one thing and just, you know, take a leap of faith based on all of the beliefs. I, I just take bits and pieces of that belief and just make my own out of it. And I'll, I know I'm talking a lot about myself, but I should be focusing on the subject. That's also a, I wouldn't call it a fallacy, but I would call it something wrong. I should focus on the subject, not me, because that just makes me seem like an egotistical bastard. And um, when you're talking about politics, I'm probably already saying things you already believe or you don't believe and you might get pissed off. But you already know about it, so it's like I'm. It's almost as if I am insulting your intelligence. But I should get to a more complex topic, like socioeconomics, and how there are a lot of people who, or maybe you just need to be reminded. I don't know. But when getting to socioeconomics, that's basically social living and all that kind of anything that has to do with the word social and economics. So like that involves culture and economics. That involves like combinations of two things combined together. So like. People's spending habits and how it affects the economy and how it does, it's a massive scale. And usually when you think of the word socioeconomics, you immediately think you're talking about black people or Mexican people because that's how the liberals use the word so frequently to the point where it's overused and lost all meaning. Because, like, you know, um, even Republicans use it to a certain extent when they talk about welfare and how it's bad. 
I think welfare is a great thing for people who just don't even know, especially thinking about like dropout students who are just totally screwed. They can't find a job because they already had a job, but they got fired and it made them look bad for other jobs. There are people who are stuck in life who made horrible decisions, of course, but people constantly judge them and they're constantly being judged by society and they're treated like shit. And yes, they made bad decisions. I get it. That makes them a bad person. I don't think they're bad people. I think they're people who just make bad decisions. And those decisions are based on what they chose to believe. And that is still action alone. The action to believe in something. The action to behave a certain way. The action to feel a certain way. You know, I think even emotions are nothing but actions. The action to get angry. You just get angry because something triggered you or something like that. That's really what where everything derives from. Even words by themselves are derived from nothing but emotion. And then emotion converts into thought. Because the way you feel like, feel about something makes you think about it. You know, if you're very passionate about something, then you want to talk about it more, of course. That's why I love Christianity as a whole, because it's... It can be wholesome. It can be great and awesome in its own way. Just very rarely. I just remember watching this video of Donald Trump being prayed over by this evil evangelical person. And I just hate evangelicals because they're so... They just don't care about other people. They just care about their own faith, their own belief, and all that kind of stuff. I don't say I hate them. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say I hate evangelicals. I should say I just... I distrust them and I don't believe what they believe I refuse to believe what they believe by trying to convert everyone they can no you should just when someone's depressed and sad you can talk about Christianity you can talk about how it helps you as a person that's what I try to do like my friend he's kind of feeling depressed so I talk about God to him and say that he cares about you he has a plan for you he I mean like all that kind of stuff I just use Christianity as a way to help someone fight depression. Like, I try to say, like, you know, Christianity is a way to cope with our reality. I mean, scientists use science as a way to cope not only with, you know, discovering new things, but life itself. It's a whole philosophical thing. And it is a good way to cope with life by saying only fact. But I think there's also a little bit of faith in our world that needs to be used a lot. And, like, I have nothing against Islamic just Islam extreme, extremists, that I cannot agree with. I don't believe in Christian extremism or any of that kind of evil. I don't think it's right to blow up a abortion clinic just because it makes you angry. I feel like in somewhere in the Bible, Jesus or someone talked about how emotions by themselves can be really evil, except for the you know the good ones, of course. But even those can, I guess, somehow be wrong. But like. Fucking, I mean, not fucking, but emotions can by themselves, especially anger, hate, revenge, or not revenge is an emotion, but it's like, no, it is kind of an emotion. You feel like you need to have your revenge, and it's just like, those evil emotions can really destroy a person's mental health and their emotional health, and it can affect the people around them, of course, and like, there's just a lot of evil in this world today that it makes you want to give up. But don't give up. There is hope at the end of the road. You know, just like try to find your little niche. Try to create a business. Try to, you know, do something productive. I mean, like, not not evilly productive, but 
you know, wholesomely and good and, you know, I like to call it the path of light. And then there's a the path of darkness, you know, the dark side, doing the dark side, as Emperor Palpatine would say. Gosh, I love those prequel memes. But, like, I like to follow the path of light even though I stumble upon it and then I'm walking the path of darkness. It's kind of like you're going back and forth on the the middle or the middle part of that path changing. I just feel like I'm walking a path of lightness and darkness because I guess there can be a mixture between the two, which would be gray. The path of gray. The gray area. And, um... I don't know if in the future I'll ever be influential or powerful or any of these things, but I just know that I want to make a difference in the world. I want to help people see things through a different lens, not changing their perspective, but, you know, giving them the ability to critically think at things and look at things from different perspectives so you don't make, I guess, not the wrong opinion, but the wrong, don't, don't get your factual stuff wrong or don't get your, try not to, like, I guess... Focus so much on your own opinion that you can't even see the facts. And don't, like, I guess... What am I trying to say? You know, opinions are important. You know, you should express them to your friends and your family, but not to the whole world. Like, unless you're trying to make a difference. Unless you're trying to be a political person that's trying to make a difference. But there's these people who just, like, talk about virtue and crap. And I remember watching a video about PewDiePie where he talked about virtue. Was It was fascinating. And, um, there's people who claim to have virtue by saying something, but, you know, words go a long way, but actions go even further. There's just a lot of evil that we have to help defeat. I feel like I'm trying to defeat evil in my own way, but I really don't try hard enough. I have a lot of flaws, like I'm obese, I'm, uh, mentally, well, I can't say that's a flaw because I have no control over it. You can't be flawed at something you have no control over. Except that actually is a thing. Being mentally ill is a flaw, but it's not something I control. I think that's a better way of putting it. Bro, it sucks to be mentally ill. Like, not uh, I'm not mentally ill constantly. There are times and moments, even with my medication, where I just feel horribly depressed or horribly manic, and I just can't control it. I hallucinate and hear voices to this day, and I cannot control that. Yet, I've learned to cope with it. You know, these voices, they tell me I'm this, I'm that, you know constantly they keep telling me i'm satan but like i don't even know why i would have these voices saying i'm satan and i'm ironically christian why would that even work just imagine <laughs> like if people knew who the antichrist was but he ironically was christian that would be like really confusing <laughs> but it probably would be realistic at the same time so that makes me a little paranoid right now but i can't really do anything about it this world is full of evil, of course. You can say that all the time. Politically evil, economically evil. You know, evil plus something factual really is kind of where you start with the opinion line. So I'm really stating my opinion, not your opinion. But unless you agree with me, then that's your opinion. But it's just... Bro, I just need to chill. Like, I'm constantly blattering you with opinions and sometimes facts. The fact is, is this world is scary. That is almost a fact. Because everyone has to deal with this world. Even rich people. People who are just seem like they're um, completely... Like, they don't know what the real world is. It may seem like that, but they even deal with their own problems. You know? Like, I kind of consider myself an economist, but I'm not really like career-wise. But, like, 
I feel like even money can bring you a little bit of happy or a good amount of happiness. But at the same time, it can't cure depression. It can't cure all these problems. But money can bring happiness. I mean, you could buy things that can make you happy. I mean, just, I don't see how people can see that. People just say that money is the root of all evil. Not that. That's, that is true to a certain extent. But, like, people say, like, that money can't make you happy. I feel like that's what a lot of people say who are not economically wealthy. Just to, like, put people down and make sure that they don't want to start their business so that they don't seem like they're evil, you know? It's just BS like that. People always come up with these rumors and ideas that are completely wrong. Like, I was watching this uh, podcast. I forgot who it was, but it had um, Adam Conway where he's talking about the... the the falsehood of the idea that there's alpha human males. Now, there are actual alpha male, like, wolves or foxes or whatever. But for humans, that doesn't work. And I haven't watched it all, but he's talking about, like, how that's just a complete misconception. The guy he was arguing with saying, so you're saying that women aren't attracted to being muscular men? And I can see whether that is completely false. No, I feel like women are more... Attracted to successful men who are confident and all that stuff. That's not really alpha description, but I think women are attracted, of course, to money, but not all that time. But you know, gold diggers and all that crap. I feel like women are attracted to men who are confident. Of course, that may seem alpha, but they're introverts who are confident, and yet they would be considered beta males. But but basically, he's saying that the idea that there's alpha and beta males was a conception probably starting in the 1900s to the now 2020s that there's alpha and beta males. And I think it's complete BS. Of course, in wolves, there's a hierarchy. but And of course, there's a hierarchy in our world, but it's not just alpha and beta. There's sometimes where the alpha and beta idea works, but it's very situational. And that makes it flawed. It's not very universal. Like... It's just, and that involves politics. You know, politicians argue with each other and they call each other, they don't say they're alpha or beta males, but like there's these people like Donald Trump who would be considered alpha by talking a lot. And I wouldn't, and he's considered rich, but if you actually look at his portfolio, it's different. And if you support Trump, you can hate me all you want. I don't care. But, you know, I can also agree that he should have killed that general at the same time. It should have been done a long time ago, but it should have been done discreetly and not obvious. <laughs> and, like, there's some things I do like about Trump that he... The fact that he really does not... He's never neutral. He's never neutral. He's always aggressive, assertive, and I just don't agree with him. But I do, like, respect him for being who he is, you know, I don't think he's a really smart economically man, economical man. He may know a lot about economics, but at the same time, he's actually in debt, like badly in debt. He is, I mean, almost all businesses are now almost bankrupt, like Toys R Us and other companies and stuff. Like, I mean, Amazon's doing good, of course, but what if it became bankrupt? That would destroy the economic world. Jobs would be lost, but they'd probably be thankfully lost because... People who work for Amazon are miserable, just like UPS. UPS is awful. If you ever, I mean, I know it's like reliable for some people who you know buy things, but it is a horrible company. My aunt works for the UPS. They're god awful people. Their their supervisors are shit. Everybody is shit at UPS except for the workers who suffer. You know, 
If I were to make a difference, I would call it UPS for their BS. I don't care how much money they may may give me to make me shut up. I would never shut up about UPS. It is an evil company, just like Amazon. Even though Amazon is innovative and it looks good on the news. Well, no, no it doesn't look good on the news. A lot of people hate it, both liberals and conservatives. <laughs> I just contradict myself there. I contradict myself a lot. Not like by saying a false fact, but by realizing I made a mistake and then going back to that. That's more contradicting. And, um, you know, everybody wants to make their stake in their claim in this world, either it's economic or political or, or spiritual. They want to spiritually make a difference in this world by making a landmark in history and society. You know, I want to be almost, I kind of even want to be a pastor or a preacher or whatever you would call it these days. But I kind of like the non-denominational. Just You can involve any denomination if you wanted to. But it's like, I'd rather just be non-denominational. Because these rules that they came up with are all man-made. I just, can I just be me, you know? <laughs> and believe what I believe. And still preach about God as if I care about Him. And I do, you know. And I don't like these Christian apologists either. They try to prove God's existence. I really think that's a waste of time. Really, you should focus on doing good and helping others, proving God's existence. God can do that by himself. When the apocalypse happens, which it looks like it's happening now, um, he can do that himself. God's a big boy. He he can handle himself. You know, he can argue for himself, but through action, not words. You know, God's really powerful. And his rival, Satan, you know, Apparently he's friends with them, which is kind of confusing, but, I mean, they're friend of me's, I guess. And, like, you know, that, and God talks about that, ironically, where he talks about, if you're going to be enemies with something, also kind of, you know, be close with them. So I guess that's why he's the way he is. And there are, you know, I think you can criticize the Bible, you can criticize God, you can criticize anybody. But uh, the main reason why people don't believe in God these days, or not people, but a small I mean, atheists are a small minority in America alone and the world. So I don't really criticize atheists for being atheists. They're not even a majority. They'll never probably be a majority for the next century. So you really can't criticize people for not believing in God. But ironically, the majority of Christians don't really pray a lot. That's something I have noticed. They'll pray together in a social group, but they won't play, pray alone. It's been constantly known by Jesus that you want to pray alone by with God, you know, not in a group of people that may or may not be more comfortable. So, you know, but um, religiously speaking, you know, there are people who take advantage of people's inferior IQ, I guess, like people who just aren't very scientific and. I wouldn't call it not intelligent, but just people who don't care enough about science or factual stuff. And the religions take advantage of that, of course. That's happened in history for the longest time. You know, pointing out Catholicism, but every denomination I've seen does it. Where they take the people's money and misuse it. You know, if they use it for good, that's fine. Yeah, I don't care. Take all the money I, I have, you know. But, like, dude, don't put a majority of the money for the church members who run the place. That just seems a little, you know, misguiding, I guess. 
but how politics is related. Basically, I'm going to sum it up and conclude that the big relationship with religion and politics and economics is that you want to be a wealthy person. That's something everybody should strive for. You want to be a powerful person politically, and you want to have an influence on your own society because that affects you and the people you love. You, this world is nothing but you fighting for the things you love and the people you love. But you should learn to love everybody so that you're not just looking out for the people who only affect you, but the people who don't affect you. You should care for everybody. That is the way religion is related to politics. You, The people you love, you love your Christian fellow brother or sister. But you should also love the Muslim or the Jew, the Russian, the North Korean. You should even love people who are hated. That, that ironically makes you a better person. So that's my relationship between all the things I just talked about. So that's summing it up. And peace.